Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Hello and welcome. And as the lead-in said, this is Cindy Meyer, and I am the host of the show. I am the publisher of Spirit Spirit Seeker Magazine and have been so for 20 years. And whenever I think about that, it's like a snap. It's like, where did 20 years go? But for 20 years, Spirit Seeker has been brought to you each and every month. And, um, you know, we started off as a print magazine in St. Louis, then we expanded to Kansas City, then we went to um, Chicago, and we've been published online since 1998. So we have many, many followers who have read us for the full 20, 20 years, and each and every month we get these wonderful, wonderful emails from everyone saying, bravo, bravo. And, you know, it's we're all in this together, and the more um, the more that we – each support each other, the better it is. So um, I want to just tell you that the uh, August issue is online and over um, there's many years of archived uh, radio, radio shows uh, and magazines. The magazine is at spiritseeker.com and then the radio shows are, of course, at blogtalkradio.com uh, forward slash Cindy Meyer. There's over 400 archived interviews with fabulous, fabulous guests. So tonight um, we have two two um, guests, and I am going to uh, ask Paul. Are you there? Okay. Hello. I am not. Yes, Paul. Are you there? I'm here. Hi, Cindy. Okay. Uh, and I apologize for being a few minutes late. Uh, I, I this doesn't happen, but Cindy Meyer has her youngest son leaving for college in the morning, and okay. this has just been one of those days. So I apologize for being a few minutes late. Um, mm-hmm. But. But Paul, I'm just going to say a little bit about you, and um, uh-huh. I've been following you. I've, you know, um, interviewed you before, and uh-huh. I just am so grateful for you sharing your gifts. So, um, oh, so Paul is mm-hmm. clairaudient, clairvoyant. Um, he's a beautiful, pure channel. He's an empath, and he has been. Um, working with uh, hundreds and hundreds of clients for many, many years. He is the author of uh, three different, um, well, I Am I am the Word, the Book of Love and Creation, and the Book of Knowing and Worth. You work as a, as a medium. You do all kinds of things, Paul, and you're coming to the Kansas City area, which I am delighted that, you know, Barbara is bringing you to Aquarius Books bookstore uh-huh. that's one of the oldest metaphysical centers in the, um, in the U.S., and in the oh, Heartland, wow. she's been an anchor. Yeah, she's uh-huh. just... You'll you'll see. I, I think it's your first. Is it your first visit there? Uh huh. It's my first visit there. Yes. Yeah. You'll you'll see. It's just the oh. heartland is the middle of the country and it's the heart chakra of the country. So you know, tell us, Paul, how did this all begin? And I I know that you know the book was channeled and uh-huh. you know you work as a as a channel. So just mm-hmm. tell us whatever you want to share with us. And then, uh, listeners, if you have a question, all you have to do is press 1 on your phone, and then I will know that you have a question for Paul, and I'll bring you on the air in just a little bit. But, Paul, it's all yours. 
Okay. Well, you know, it's nothing that I planned on doing. You know, I don't write my books. I they're channeled. The the books themselves are the are the transcripts of of the channeling sessions, and they're they're really unedited. So it's what comes out of my mouth as my guides are are speaking, and then it's just typed up, and then Penguin publishes them. But it wasn't anything that I intended to do. And I think if anybody told me you know, even six years ago that I would be channeling books, I would have thought that they were probably pretty crazy. I'm I'm not somebody that even necessarily believed in channeling. Um, I began to open up psychically in my mid-twenties, about within a year after I got out of graduate school, and that was unexpected. And I studied a form of energy healing, and I found out that when I had my hands on people, I started to hear things for them. And that was the beginning of clairaudience. And I developed as an empath as well, or as a clairsentient, I started to feel what was going on in other people's bodies when I was with them. Um, I'm not a medical intuitive, but I was feeling people's pain. And now I work primarily as an emotional intuitive, I mean, as an emotional empath, although I do the physical work still. So really, it was a process of opening up. And I began doing a group in my apartment in New York City about 20 years ago just to sit in the energy that was coming through because when I work with the guides um, there's a very very palpable energy that that's transmitted and I just liked being in the energy but I was much less invested in the information that was coming through in those days but I was also I think working at a very different level than, than perhaps I am now about six years ago um, I was doing a group in my apartment, and my guide said to somebody there, you know, Paul's not going to believe what's coming through him until he sees it written down. And I hadn't been recording um, the sessions or transcribing them. I didn't really like to hear myself channel. I'm, I'm, a very, I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat clumsy as a channel. I, I whisper the words, and I repeat them. So I didn't like to hear it. And I think I also didn't want a record of, of, of anything wrong in case they should say something, because then I figured, well, I'd never do it again if they were wrong. But I began to transcribe, record and transcribe, and that was the beginning. And after I was doing that, probably less than a month, the guides announced that they had a book to write, and they've since done four. So there's the three you mentioned, and there's a new book called um, The Book of Mastery, which will be out in January. And, you know, now I show up and I, I do these workshops, or my guides do them for me. The workshops are all channeled. I come in and work psychically with people, as needed, I have this sort of odd ability to tune into other people, the living mostly. So if you want to know what's say going on with your daughter and you give me her name, I can step into your daughter. Sometimes I'll start to resemble her and just sort of tell you what I feel in the dynamic. So, but the workshops themselves are really energetic transmissions from the guides. They get people working with the energies. They teach. And I'm kind of the guy who sits in the chair. You know, I show up where I'm invited, hope my hearing is okay, and then I, I kind of let it rip, or they let it rip through me, and it, it's it's something of a joyous experience. Although I, I really still can't say that I understand it, um, or even would have really anticipated it. It's not sort of what I thought I was here for, and the fact that this is becoming my life and my work um, in a very significant way is still something of a head scratcher. I was, you know, a college professor. I just left a job at New York University after 25 years of teaching because I'm on the road so much, you know, sort of facilitating these groups with my guide. So that's the story and, and the abbreviated version of how it happened. But it's been a process like anything else. Yeah. And it's like, you know, 
I mean, going from academia to mm-hmm. uh, you're in the spirit soul school now mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. helping others understand, you know, um, to me right now, I, I I just feel like this is a huge opportunity for so many on the planet, myself mm-hmm. included, to just like make this huge soul leap. And yeah. everywhere I go, I mean, you know, it's just soul is the word that comes up. And I love the word mastery. You know, mm-hmm. to me, and that's the the weekend, you know, that you're teaching in Kansas City. Uh-huh. And that's the, na- that's the name of your new book as well? Uh-huh, the book of mastery, yes. Yeah, yeah. to me, it just says it all, you know. Um, and so many people, you know, still are looking for outside authorities. And I think that the yeah. minute we take and we say, you know what, I'm going to master this. I'm going to... Mm-hmm. You know, and Babaji is this this Hindu person that you know he's mm-hmm. he's a Mahavatar who's come and gone at will, and I mm-hmm. I you know he um, he told Sandra Ray, a friend of mine, that you can breathe and breathe and breathe, but until you have emotional mastery, it's really very difficult to do your soul level work. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I used to think, what does he mean by that? But you know, that was probably you know a while ago. And and mastery is, I think the the word says says it all. It's like it's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good word. I'm still understanding what they mean by it, although they've been teaching it through me for about a year now, and the new book is very much about that. Um, but I think, you know, when my guides teach, they they make a distinction between sort of the small self or the egoic self or, or the personality self and the divine self. And I think when they're speaking of mastery, they really are speaking of, of, of being as, I think that would be their language, being as the true self or the divine self, you know, operating through you, which is the true master, not the small self who wants to fix everything or get fixed, which is still sort of an investment in, in, in doing. And this is much more of a teaching of being <gasps> than I have ever been party to. Um, but that really is where they're going with us now. You know, as we be we can move into our knowing, and from our knowing, we're called to action. Again, sort of by that aspect of the self, the true self, that sort of knows more about what we're here to do than perhaps the small self thinks. So that's my understanding of it now, but it's it's still unfolding, and it really is interesting stuff. And, you know, what I really get is you can't be a victim anymore. You can't be a master and a victim at the same time, and that's a big challenge, you know. Well, and that's where so many people, you know, they don't understand the co-creation aspect. And it's mm-hmm. so fascinating once you realize that everything that is occurring has been called in on some level. And mm-hmm. if you've created that, then you can create something else. And it's just, yeah. it's really hugely easy. But, of course, you know, if it was that easy, we'd all be walking on water. But but you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. It's like once you make that shift and you just are like, oh, I mean, everything looks different. Yeah, it does. It really does. And I'm having experience of experiences of that. I still stub my toe, you know, right and left and go, what the hell was that? But, you know, once you do get or once I get that this is about learning, um, it really creates a whole other frame. And, you know, your life is your teacher. So it's not, you know, I mean, everything that my guides would say, you know, everything we see you know, I don't know if they would say we created it, but they say we're in agreement with it because it wouldn't be there if we weren't on one level or another. And that what we agree with, we're in accord with or, you know, vibrational accord with. And, you know, if we don't like what we're continuing to claim, we can change it. 
they say, you know, what you're in accord with, you're holding on to and shaking hands. And if it's not working, stop shaking hands and agreeing with it. Right. Well, you have so many different um, uh, testimonials on your website, which I want mm. to mention <coughs> to the listeners, uh, paulselig.com, which is P-A-U-L-S-E-L-I-G.com. Mm. And, um, you know, there's some audio, some video downloads, um, you, you know, all about your private readings. You have a newsletter that, you know, uh-huh. uh, yeah. so listeners, you can join Paul's newsletter. And tell me what you're doing in Kansas City. I know you're doing a free evening on August 20th mm. at 7 yeah. p.m., and this is the, at, at Aquarius, uh, uh-huh. which is on Broadway in Kansas City. But tell us uh-huh. about the introductory evening, and then tell us about the weekend. Well, you know, at, at Aquarius, I'll talk. You know, and I'll talk as me, and the guides sometimes come through. And sometimes they actually attune people, and it's kind of surprising what they will do. But it's not a workshop, but it is me, you know, talking about all this stuff. And, you know, the guides, and I take a lot of questions. The workshops are really led by the guides. So, you know, we all sit, usually in a circle, and I close my eyes. We do a prayer protection, and then all hell breaks loose. That's kind of what happens. And that's not the right word, but... You know, the guides talk and they teach and then they attune people to the vibration or the energies that they work with. And they call that the word or the energy of the creator in action. And once they get people attuned to the energy, um, which is very palpable, they get people working with it. So people can be sending and receiving the energies. And then they take it from there. Then they work on alignment, then they work on what they're calling mastery, which is a whole other level of attunement, which is, again, you know, physical. This isn't one of those workshops where you just put it back. It's one of these workshops where things change, and the energy changes, and you change with it. They're fun. My guides are funny most of the time, I think. Um, But they're teachers. My guides are teachers. And I'm present I think because I'm a conscious channel, I'm sort of in the back seat of the car while the workshop is going on. If I hear anything that I question that the guides are teaching, I've been known to interrupt them. They sort of have to attend to the question. They take a lot of questions from people there about how they work and certainly about you know the people there, their lives and their needs. Um, so there's a whole other level of healing that's going on here, but really... They're they're supporting people and claiming, and really they would say incarnating as their divine self. It's it's really a workshop in, in conscious manifestation of the true self. And I want to say, not in a way that's about conjecture. Um, it's in a way that's palpable in terms of, of, of feeling, frequency, and also conscious perception. I mean, they talk a lot or they work a lot with how we we see our lives and see ourselves and they actually do a shifting of that that again is 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 vibrantly palpable to people um and they do a whole lot of clearing of the belief systems that we're holding that are sort of anchoring us to what they would call you know the small self or the needs of the small self i mean there's a part of us the personality is 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 a necessary function we're here but it's not who we truly are. And the re-identification with the divine self, which is so much of what they're teaching and, and, and bringing us to, sort of supports us in another way of being in personality as well. So that's it. You know, There's a lot of stuff that goes on. Right. And, and for you, um, 
I, I just, you know, I would just like your take on, mm-hmm. you know, we have the super moon coming up, and mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I don't, I'm not an astrologer, but uh-huh. you know, the super moon is where the it, the moon is closest to the Earth, and they're likening it to a tidal wave, and oh, really? a tidal wave. Uh, yeah, and it's on, it's coming up. It's in it's in Pisces, and it's on the uh-huh. 29th of this month. And they're saying that. I mean, you know, my daughter, uh, who's visiting from Italy, said, mm-hmm. "Mom, have you read all the stuff about they're predicting all these huge storms and tidal waves and all this other stuff?" And then, as I was preparing to teach a class this last week, I was looking at all the the full moon aspect and the fact that um, they're saying that the mm-hmm. times that we're going through are mm-hmm. such pivotal times where you can make this huge leap. But if yeah. you are in resistance to your soul-level mission, you're going to have a hard time. Yeah, I think I would agree with that. I, I won't attribute that to a moon, but that's what oh, I've no, been hearing for a long time. <laughs> no, it's but, you know, we, we have these things. I mean, I sort of woke up or had an experience that, that helped wake me up, you know, on this thing called the harmonic convergence back in 87. I had an energetic oh, experience I when I started seeing little hear. lights around people. That, well, you know, I, I've told this story a lot. I still don't know what happened. I, I had gone from a life of, of pretty much, you know, I was kind of an atheist. I didn't really believe in much of anything. I didn't think I needed to. I didn't know what a spiritual life was or that one could have one. It just wasn't part of my life. I was a playwright, I was a Yale, you know, I was living this sort of other life, and I hit a real hard wall in my life, and out of sheer necessity, I began to look for something more, and um, I began to open up spiritually, I think, I'm actually, I heard a voice telling me to get my act together, that's what really happened, and that was the beginning of the first voice I ever heard, but I heard that people were going to be waking up around this date, and I, at that moment in time, I'd gone from living in a world where there was no such thing as source or a higher power or whatever you want to call it to thinking that there probably really was one. And if you could be woken up, why couldn't you just ask for it? So I went up to my roof the night of this thing and I, I kind of asked. And I think I expect to receive. And I did. Um, and I had an experience of energy. And for all I know, I was hyperventilating. And I don't know what happened, but it was an experience of energy really moving up through my body and out through the top of my head. And it was very important to me because it was something that I could feel. And having been raised the way that I was, I needed some kind of evidence. And I had something. And then I started seeing little lights flashing around people. And that, you know, I was now I was hearing voices, seeing lights and feeling energy. And my life has never really been the same ever since. Um, and the work that I do with others is also very tangible. You know, there's nobody just sort of waving a crystal in the air saying, you know, you're all fixed. This is stuff that people feel. And I'm grateful for that because I think when you can feel the energy, you can be in your own knowing. You can have your own claim of experience without deferring. I, I'm not very interested in anybody deferring to me. You know, I'm the guy in the chair and I'm the channel, but I'm not... I'm not a spiritual teacher. I don't think of myself that way. I I do show up for the work as I can, but I'm also, you know, somebody who's learning. So that was that experience. But in terms of, yeah, I've heard that same thing for years. If you resist the changes, it's going to be a rougher ride. And, you know, we have choice about that. You know, we're all being, I think, shaken from our moorings. And, you know, we're sort of being asked to attend to these things that tether us to, you know, our old selves or ideas of who and what we are 
and who and what everybody else is. And that's big stuff to begin to change this. And I think it is a process. Some people have it happen quickly, but, you know, I often go kicking and screaming still. I, I think that's the the sign of someone who's just very present with life and, you know, and listening. And being an empath, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people um, don't realize they're empaths. And, yeah. you know, uh, myself included, I was a nurse for years, and I, uh, I, um, I, I knew from the time I was a little girl that I wanted to work in healing, and, mm-hmm. you know, but if I, you know, the nursing opened the doors to just like one thing after another, but, you know, as a child, people would like come up to me and ask for my advice, and my mom uh-huh. just didn't understand it. She said, what? you're like Ann Landers. I said, I yeah. don't know, Mom. I don't, I don't, you know, I didn't mm-hmm. understand it. I mean, and, um, but I know that there are a lot of children right now that are extremely empathic, and, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's, I think that's part of our spiritual evolution as a whole. I mean, and the Internet, I mean, look how much the Internet has brought us all together. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. And I think one of the things about my experience with the Internet when I first got on it, and I was pretty resistant, um, was that I realized that we were all sort of relating through consciousness. You sort of didn't need a body, you know, to to be engaged. Um, And I thought that was kind of amazing, you know, how fast it all happened. And, you know, when you read people or when you feel people empathically, it's just as quick. You don't have to be in the room. You don't even have to be in the same country to feel what somebody else is feeling. But I agree. I think that you know, my guides have said that some of the things that I do, and it sounds like that you do or many of us do, we're really just sort of showing others that it's possible, you know. I mean, I work primarily telepathically. That's my mode of communication when I'm either channeling or working with other people. And that goes to show you that it's there. And if it can be done, it can be aligned to. You know, it's it's an ability that I think most of us have, or maybe all of us has, that we were told not to not to go to or develop or even trust can be. And that gets to change now. So I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that you were invited to the Esalen Institute Superpower uh-huh. Symposium. What yeah. was that? And you channeled. What was it like to channel for that particular group? I, well, I you know, I just got it. back from Esalen. You know, I was there teaching all last week. It was amazing. I just did a, I did a, a weekend workshop and a five-day workshop, which was kind of mind-blowing. But I actually, the only reason I'm on your show or anybody knows who I am is because I had this invitation to the Superpowers Conference. Gosh, about two 2009, I guess it was, up until that point, I hadn't channeled out of my apartment or I channeled at Goddard College where I run an MFA program and I would do groups there with with the grad students once in a while, but it was very under the wire. And I had this invitation, the man who runs these conferences, Jeffrey Kripal, who's a wonderful writer and religious scholar, had seen me work and had a reading and invited me there. And so I was finding myself in this room channeling before this assemblage of people that included, you know, scholars and scientists and writers. And and one of the people there happened to be Mitch Horowitz, who's a wonderful writer and is also the editor-in-chief of Tarcher Penguin. And he picked up a copy of the manuscript to I Am the Word that I had with me and took it with him, which is why the books are out in print. But it was an amazing experience because it was my, it was like my coming out party. You know, I had a website then without, I didn't even have my name on it. I didn't want people to know who I was. I didn't want the students I taught at NYU to find out. I was keeping it really quiet. And 
that was really the beginning of my emergence and doing this work in a, in a, in a more public forum. So I love Esalen. I'm its biggest fan. I think it's it's one of the most beautiful places on earth. But it's also been a place that's really been at the forefront of consciousness um, for since the early 1960s. I mean, they've been doing this work. So I'm, I'm very privileged to be on the faculty there now. Well, and you've been on Coast to Coast with George Nori. I mean, the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck. Um, I uh-huh. love Elizabeth Lesser. I, I just think she has mm-hmm. just done uh, fascinating things for all of us, and yeah. especially working with Oprah. And, you know, I mean, she tells the story that she was in the mountains and the phone rang, and, and when mm-hmm. she was going home, you know, she could never receive phone calls. And she answers that there's, there's Oprah asking uh-huh. her to... Um, the power of now, Eckhart Tolle. Uh-huh. She, you know, she wanted her to like create, create wow. this and bring it to everyone. I know, and you know, and I, I just have the utmost respect for everything that Elizabeth mm-hmm. has done with the Omega Institute. Yeah. And it's on my one of my, you know, the checklist. You know, your bucket list. Yep, I want to go there one day. Yep, you know, and you know, so so your your response and and wonderful support and you know, it's just you know, it takes courage to do what you've you've done. You know, and I yeah. I. Really admire your your um, spiritual tenacity. Let's put it that way. And um, your the book of knowing when it first arrived, I just mm-hmm. held it in my hands. And I just I don't know. It just has a frequency and a vibration. It yeah. reminds me in a different way of the Course in Miracles. And it's almost like mm-hmm. you you know you just you just have a way. And um, so I'm just really grateful that you are doing the work you're doing. And oh. um, I. I want to mention how to find out. Um, you know, this mm-hmm. is this Thursday night. Paul's going to be in Kansas City, and the phone number for Aquarius Bookstore is eight one six nine three one six three zero three. And um, you know that you can go to AquariusBooks.com, and you can also uh, find out information there. But you know, Paul, we have a couple more minutes. What mm-hmm. else would you just like to share with us? You know, so that you know we can be helped by all that you're channeling um, right now. What 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 else do you have for us this evening? You know, I mean, I you know, I never know. I'm just a guy in the chair, you know, and I'm I'm grateful <laughs> that the work gets out there and I suppose I am courageous only in, or or idiotic. You know, I just keep showing up in spite of myself. I'm very interested in what happens when I work. I don't understand it. I really wish I could get wired up to those machines that sort of see what's going on in your brain and you know and what's happening with your energy field because it's such a physical experience for me when I work and there's so much energy that comes but I don't you know when I'm not doing it I'm just you know walking around being the guy that's complaining about not getting a date you know or wondering how to train <laughs> this puppy that I got that's crapping all over my floor I mean that's who I you know that's that's a huge part of my experience here still and the part of me that shows up in channels, I'm really honored that this is happening through me and baffled at the same time. And I, I suspect sometimes that if I really understood the magnitude of the teachings, because it's big stuff coming through, especially now, the guides have really ratcheted up the teachings in a huge way recently. And I'm, I do these live streams, by the way. I will mention that. And they, the first one is tomorrow night. And there's information that on my website, paulselig.com, but the guides are teaching now every week to, you know, a couple hundred people that just sign up for these things. And again, the energy is present and through the roof. So I'm, I'm, just, I'm just the guy on the adventure 
with the rest of you. And we're all having adventures here, just in different ways. And like any adventure, some of it's exciting and some of it's, you know, not that great. But we still show up. So that's me. That's That's the truth. The guy in the chair who is helping us all show up a little more brightly. Uh So, Paul, thank you, thank you. I know you're busy and... um, I'm just grateful that you were able to find uh, find this time to uh, come visit us in the Midwest. And, you know, I'm in St. Louis, and I, I wish I could be there this weekend, but it's like I, I can't. But I'm going to meet you one day because I, I just have, I don't know, it's not an admiration club. It's a soul recognition, and uh, I just um, I love what you're doing. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me on the show. Oh, my gosh, absolutely. So, um, listeners, once again, uh, Aquarius Books. Paul will be there on Thursday night. Bring your books. He's doing a free introductory talk and a book signing, and then uh, you can spend the weekend with him. What a treat, August 22nd and 23rd. Okay, Paul, thank you so much for being my guest, and um, we'll talk again. Thanks. Good night. Okay, good night. Okay, so listeners, that was Paul Selig, and um, this is a two-part show tonight. We... um, we do this very rarely, but it's sometimes it happens, and we but we have two different channels tonight. So we are now going to shift gears totally, and I know um, that Marilyn is here, so I'm going to go ahead and bring her on. Marilyn, are you there? I am. <laughs> <laughs> so here is our bright sunbeam, um, Marilyn Harper, who's known as the the Midwestern spiritual spark plug. And um, I, you know what, I was trying to remember when I met you, Marilyn, but I know for a fact that you were one of the the main speakers at my 2008 conference that the magazine Mm -hmm. did with Sandra Ray and Dolores Cannon. Do you remember doing that panel? I do. I do remember (laughs) doing that panel. That was pretty wild. (laughs) Yes, it was. And it's like, you know, and of course I'd met you before that, but, but you know, um, you you are a uh, a brilliant person, like a shiny bright brilliant and smart too. But you know what I mean. You're just you're you you have this this uh, smile and those blue eyes of yours, and um, you've been doing this work for a while now. So, listeners, Marilyn is is the that spiritual spark plug. She's a public speaker. She's a facilitator. She's a spiritual teacher. She's a channel of Adiranda and Company, which is a group of seventeenth dimension. Council of Twelve Beings, um, Archangels, Teachers, and Masters who've lived on the Earth. You just came back from one of my favorite places, Crestone. So, Marilyn, just jump in. Tell us, tell us what's going on. Any anything you want to share with us? I'm just delighted you're here. By the way, <laughs> well, I'm delighted to be here, and actually, I am still in Crestone. Um, I can believe we that. Our, I know. It's like, how could you leave Crestone? Um, we finished our nearly silent Crestone retreat, which was five days in, well, it was two and a half days in silence, and then we just had to share. <laughs> and it was amazingly powerful. And I have an event in Denver on Saturday at the Alcea Center, um, and it is a meetup, and so it's like five bucks in Denver oh, at I know, I know. Um, it's at, um, I don't even know, I have to think where the Althea Center is in Denver. 
But it's on my website, on my calendar, the location and everything, which is at aronda.com or, or marilynharper.com. It's easier to spell. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, it, it is just we have so much going on. You know how it is, Cindy. Uh, I mean, you know, things are coming and going and magazines are going out and articles are going out and ads are going out and I realized today that that I've been off my computer for like five days and this was my first day and I was 950 emails. Oh, my God. (laughs) I I know. We don't dare unplug, but yes, we do need to unplug. And you know, for 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 the listeners that don't know what happens in Crestone with this annual retreat, that um, there are Buddhist nuns. There's like all the different. Why don't you tell us? I mean, I've I've never well, been to this retreat that you've just experienced, but I have heard about it. And so, would you just share with us, and then we're gonna, you know, talk about the, what you're doing in Arkansas coming up. Um, yes. I I know, but let's just. I mean, is it is it true that there's like almost every religion represented? Yes, there's 34 different religious centers in a town of 1,200 people, and um, there's and the 1,200 people live on you know five miles of of fields uh, on a mountain range. It is set in the San Gabriel Crystal Mountain Range which is the blood of Christ, it overlooks an 8,000-square-mile basin and then another mountain range. So you can see um, 40 miles away, and we're up on, on the ledge. There's a Hindu ashram. There's a I've been there. Center. Babaji's ashram. And I've been os- there. Babaji's ashram, yeah. Babaji's on the council that I channel, and Babaji comes in every year for a direct message. This year, I was gifted rare photographs taken candidly of Babaji that uh, haven't ever shown up until the person that took them passed away this year, and they found this photo album of of Babaji photographs. I know, it's like, I look at them every day. Um, And if you don't know who Babaji is, Google it. Um, uh, (laughs) And... um, uh, there's a Zen center that's a Buddhist Zen center that is centered on meditation. And almost all of these centers you can go and live or stay at and be of service and meditate and work with them. Um, there's a um, Dharma center. There's a Shumei center, which is a Japanese religion that is, that is a, a nature and art-based religion. Um, there's a, a Baptist center, there's an Episcopal center, there's a Native American Lakota center, there's um, uh, there's uh, Tibetan stupas, there's um, three Tibetan stupas, there's a crystal, we found a crystal bed, which I, I, I think it may have recently emerged from the mountain, because I've been coming here since 2000, and I have never seen it. And there's a crystal bed here. Um, there's fairy gardens. There's more UFO sightings here, documented, researched, verified by the men in black. In fact, the men in black have actually stayed in this retreat center for 
um, for research. And there's more UFO sightings here than anywhere in the world that's documented. And uh, I, I actually that. saw um, an, an extraterrestrial being physical with my eyes wide open outside the window uh, as I was working here in the kitchen. Uh, it, it, was, wow. it was pretty pretty amazing <laughs> to, to stop and, and see a being that that I could that was transparent, but because of something reflected the sunlight or something reflected on him at just the right moment when I looked, I felt like I was being watched. So I looked out the window to see if there was somebody there, and just as I looked, there was some reflection that hit on him. And I could see his outline of form in the window. Wow. <laughs> I know. Could you feel him? I wasn't scared at all. I mean, it was like, oh, hello. <laughs> and then he was gone. Well, and, and, you know, Dolores Cannon, you know, the convoluted universes and all the all the different books she wrote, I mean, they she said they're here to help us. Don't be afraid of them. They're here to help us. And, you yeah, know, absolutely. I mean, how special that you got to, I mean, could you feel it? Could you, like, yeah. could you feel yeah, it? Yeah, I could. Oh, gosh. It, wow, it, this being looked like, I don't, everybody that I've asked, have missed, I've seen the movie Predator <laughs> or the TV show Shield, <laughs> when, the, when their jet, when their plane goes invisible or when the Predator, you know, where he's invisible, but you see his form, but you can right. see through him. That's what he looked like until I don't know what reflected off of him. Something obvious, maybe the hummingbird feeders, something obvious that he wasn't prepared for because it reflected off of him and I could see his whole form. And he looked at me and we looked at each other and, and had a moment. And it's like, oh. <laughs> and I wanted to say, oh, hi, how are you doing? Why are you doing? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but you know what? It was a gift. It was just such a gift, you know? I yeah, mean, those, these yeah, moments, these moments, these moments. So yeah, Marilyn, and those things happen all over in Creston. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's. I've only been there once, and um, and I just couldn't believe the little town. I mean, you know, it's just a very magical place. Yeah, and our retreat here is called, and we do it annually, uh, it's called Your Next Step, and it is to ignite whatever the participant's next step might be. They might even come without the knowledge of what they want their next step to be, but by the time they leave, they have a very clear en- energy and image of whatever their next step is going to be. So it's very cool, very cool retreat. All right, Marilyn, what's going on with the energies right now? What do, what does Adiranda say about well, – well, why don't we talk about Adiranda? Tell us, tell us how, this, how you came to have this council of beings that um, you channel. I mean, did they come one by one? Did they come – I mean, how did this all come to be? <laughs> well, it's pretty – it's an interesting story. One of these days I'll get my book out on it. But uh, we're getting a book out this fall called Meet Adiranda. Um, and so that will be a good introduction to Adiranda. But I, in the 90s, I was I, I awakened to a, a, a walk-in transformation or a, a spiritual transformation in 1996. And in 99, I, I was deacon in the Christian church. I was selling advertising for a country western radio station. 
I was in the closet, the metaphysical closet. I was doing like oversoul to oversoul communication. I'd become a Reiki master, but I was so totally and completely in the closet, <laughs> you know, in that metaphysical closet. And um, But I did ask to be all that I can be, to be all that I am. I asked to go anywhere, do anything, say anything, as long as you can prove to me that God or source is moving through me. I, when I became a Reiki master, I realized I had the ability to kind of see into bodies, and I do a lot of health intuitive things. In fact, I just worked on a, a man with Parkinson's, and, and he saw really big results. Um, it, was, it was very cool. Um, and anyway, I um, slept with the book Opening to Channel, I I couldn't read at the time, and I didn't know what I was really doing. I just thought I slept with all my books um, because I couldn't read them. Um, physically, I could not read them. And um, I was told in my inspired writing, my automatic writing, um, that I was a channel. And every time I had a session with somebody else, they would say, I'm a channel, and I would say, I don't really believe in that. You know, I don't, I don't think so. Not me. I don't know all that stuff. But um, I, in 98, I was doing a session with someone, and a being came to my energy and spoke to me and asked permission to speak through me. And this being was, at that time, Serapis Bay, whom I didn't have any idea who Serapis Bay was. He's one of the Ascended Masters. And he. I eventually surrendered my control because, you know, he said he was from God. He said he was good. He said he had information for my client that was on my Reiki table. And please, he promised he would leave whenever I was done. <laughs> he said all the right things. And so I surrendered. And that was the first time I channeled. And I think after, it was it was pretty powerful. I mean, got to amazing information that I could never have gotten to. But then after that, I don't think I ever completely came back for the next several months. And by May of 99, um, I had had three car wrecks and five speeding tickets. None of the car wrecks were, in, I was never hurt. Um, after the last car wreck, I met someone that came and stayed at my house, which is a whole amazing story how that happened. But she could tell, I mean, God, source, sent her to my driveway, sent her to my driveway. And because she knew what to do, she could tell first that I was not present in my body. And she knew how to step my conscious self aside and ask to speak to who was present or asked to speak to the energy or whatever. And that was the first time Adiranda spoke. And they came in immediately, and they said, we are Adiranda, and we are spokespeaking for a council of archangels and beings that have been in the human form. And we are sent here from source. Well, God, they used the term source. Serapis Bay used God. Um, they said source of all that is. And we are here because Marilyn, meaning me, uh, they call me the vessel Marilyn, <laughs> um, is an activator, and I have the ability to activate whatever is in your own highest good to be activated. 
and they are here to magnify that energy and provide information to help with the shift of the planet because the people on the planet were not getting it fast enough. And um, that's what they said, that first message. I actually have that on the recording somewhere. Um, and it was, then they, they said they were from the 17th dimension. And when they described the 17th dimension, I realized that was the place that I had been dreaming about for a year or more. And I went there at night while I slept to do healing work. And that's where I ran into Adiranda. And Adiranda was searching for a human that would be an energy match to their energy that could hold their energy plus the council's energy. And um, uh, I guess we were a match. And they um, then started coming to me and I was not aware of it. I mean, that year, my stereo started, starting six months before that, would, would come on at 4.44 a.m. every day. And I even unplugged it and it would still come on at 4.44 a.m. So I knew that Angel, somebody was really trying to get my attention. Um, and when Adelanda first came in, uh, I had to, this friend that was there, um, I had to really let go of the fear of channeling because, I mean, I've seen the exorcist. I know what could happen. <laughs> but it couldn't. It couldn't because Adiranda was a part of that gatekeeper. Adiranda had never spoken through a human form before me and didn't even know in the beginning um, that I could move my body, that, that my hands were my hands, that didn't know what humor was. The first time somebody laughed at what they said, um, they were like, what is it that's coming out of that face hole? You know, and they had no concept of the human form, which was, was absolutely fascinating. I, it, I couldn't open my eyes in the beginning because they didn't know that my eyelids moved. They didn't understand the concept of the body. Now, um, I can walk around in channel, um, but I, I usually start sitting. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was a fascinating process. I believe I spent the first 10 years really getting used to that. Getting, I did retreats and seminars and classes and private sessions. I still do private sessions. Um, but, it, I mean, that's how it all began. And it was, Adirondha, you have you've encountered, I think, in Adirondha in your... Uh, is a force to be reckoned with, is a, right. a, a powerful energy. And they take, they say they take my energy of activation and magnify it. I was on Cryon's uh, stage at his mega channeling spectacular in June in Sedona. And I'll be there again next year in Hot Springs at his uh, Summer Light Conference. But, but they can, Aranda and the council can take that energy of activation and expand it through a thousand feet theater, uh, which is pretty pretty powerful. Um, the beings on the council that identify themselves are the archangels Michael, Raphael, and Gabriel, Mother Mary, Kuan Yin, Isis, Osiris, Ra, Baba Ji, <laughs> uh, Saint Germain, Sekhmet. Mm. 
Wow, Sekhmet. Yeah. When, I, when I went to Egypt, Sekhmet is under lock and key. You know that. I mean, yes. and here we are. We we were in a group of 40. This was in 2008. And we were told, do not act like you're overly anxious to see Sekhmet. Let us handle everything. I mean, and the guards have Uzis, like Uzi machine guns. And, yeah. you know, it, and then you, you get in and you feel the strength of, of, of her. And, you know, you know, the story that is always just like, ugh, like when she was angry with the fighting, she made the Nile River red, and people thought mm-hmm. that it was what, well, but it was. It, it wasn't from bloodshed, but it was symbolically from all the bloodshed. And, you know, she's half lioness and half, half woman and so powerful. I mean, Sekhmet is probably one of the most powerful Egyptian deities, you know, I mean, you can tell us. I mean, what does Sekhmet say these days? I mean, with all that's going on with, you know, all these crazy wars and things. Well, um, Sekhmet is really telling us that we are in, we are coming out of the state of chaos. Um, And those things that are not in integrity are going to implode upon themselves. And that's kind of what all of these wars are about. Is that area that's not an integrity are, are, you know, maybe going to implode or explode, one of the two. And uh, it's not a pleasant thought, but Sekhmet's not very pleasant necessarily. Um, the, um, she is asking... She came in this week in the silent retreat, actually, and she's asking each person to take their own responsibility for moving beyond the chaos and rising above the chaos and and focusing on your love, focusing on your heart, and allowing that energy to entrain out towards others. So that love frequency is the highest vibration and overshadows that that frequency of the chaos. So even the people that are in the middle of the chaos will entrain to that love frequency and have a different different focus of energy. Well, and you know, Marilyn, I have a client who has never known anything about St. Germain, nothing. And all of a sudden... She's on. She's she's you know the the purple flame and you know the violet flame and all this. Other, she's she's like I don't even know what all this means. <laughs> and I just started <laughs> laughing. I started laughing. I said, Do you realize that in St. Louis there is a Saint Germain I Am Center? You know, most people don't even know about this place, and it's in Chesterfield, Missouri, of all things. And um, I found my way to it. It's by you have to. You have to get permission to go there, and but they, you walk in, and the whole. Have you ever been there? Or, or I don't. Know. No, I, I didn't ever, know about it. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes, it's like all the I am the Ascended Master books from Saint Germain, and you walk in, and it's like a, a light, like unlike any other light you have ever seen, and they have Sunday services. I mean, it's just and all the different books, and they've got the, these beautiful pictures of Saint Germain and. I don't know, but all I know is right now St. Germain is very, very, very busy. And I just, everywhere I'm turning, St. Germain, St. Germain, St. Germain, and Archangel Uriel. And it's like, okay, what is, what is, I mean, I mean, people that have never 
tuned in to some of the archangels and some of these um, ascended masters, it's like they're really working overtime, it feels like, right now. Yes, yes, I believe that they are working overtime. And I think that that's why there's more channels now here than ever before. I think that they are sending more people in. To, and that's why we're gathering people down for an annual conference. I, I think that the archangels, that the the ascended masters are are gathering energy in to to entrain the rest of the planet to the higher vibrational energy. Um, so, Marilyn, this that is a that, good segue. This is a good segue into what you're creating. I love the name Visionaries and Light. And this is um, the the gathering that that you are. Um, <laughs> why don't you tell us about this gathering? It's September twenty fifth through twenty seventh, uh, and it's in Hot Springs, Arkansas, which one of my it's one of my all time favorite places. So, why don't you tell us about what who's coming together, what this is all about, and um, I, I just can't even imagine like what's going to happen here because every time I think about it, I'm just I start laughing, like in a in a good way, like you know you know what I'm talking about. I do, I do. It, it is, if, you know, if you love all things spiritual, then you need to be in Arkansas in the last weekend in September. It, it's like it is a convergence. We don't call it a conference. It's a convergence of energies, a convergence of 20-some speakers that are musicians, drummers, you know, guitar players, dancers, singers, uh, famous and not famous, even though the famous, I'm, I'm not allowed to say that they're going to be there until they show up. <laughs> and um, there are amazing, cutting-edge speakers that, I mean, people that, some people have attended our conference for five years. And it used to be called the Walk-In's Welcome Conference. But the walk-in energy is really an older energy. It is, uh, yes, I'm a walk-in, whatever. Um, you're a walk-in, whatever. It's not about being a walk-in. It's about taking that vision that you came here to do and igniting it. And that's what we do at the Convergence is we, we, we are igniting a visionary in light. We are igniting the energy that is holding the space for the vision of each person that attends. And, and what, no matter what your, I mean, if your vision is to have the best spiritual magazine on the planet, then we are going to ignite that vision. If your vision is to have a sweetheart, then we are going to ignite that vision. It's, it's about, I, I get excited just talking about it. And why Arkansas? I mean, who has a conference? In Hot Springs, Arkansas. Oh, I've <laughs> I been there. Agree. It's fabulous. <laughs> it is. It is fabulous. Come back to the people in California, <laughs> in New York, they think, Arkansas. I never thought about Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Kryon, uh, Lee Carroll, and Tiburon both channeled the energy of the 12 nodes and 12 nails around the planet. And the nodes are energy vortex centers that heighten the 
the frequency going all the way through the planet to uh, the other uh, spiritual galaxies. And uh, out of those 12 nodes, we have Mount Shasta, which is where our last year's conference was in. We have Sedona, which the conference before that was in Sedona. Um, uh, Uluru, Australia, which is the center of Australia. Um, Stonehenge. Um, the <laughs> pyramids in Egypt. Um, uh, Kilimanjaro, Mount Kilimanjaro. Anyway, all these really famous power points on the planet and Mount Ida, Arkansas. <laughs> I, I know. It's like, I know. I know. I, I just, it's just, it's amazing. It is. It is amazing. And we are actually going to Mount Ida. I mean, you cannot have a conference in Mount Ida because there's nothing there. I mean, there is a, a, a crystal shop and a gas station and a grocery store, maybe. <laughs> and that's it. And, uh, and a crystal mines. And uh, so we are going to the crystal mines in Mount Ida on uh, the 24th for our pre-event. And we are activating, we are told that we are activating the crystal bed of the Andarius crystals that are rising up in the last two years from Tibet in Mount Ida. Wow. And we are we are drawing that line right through the planet. There's also a huge mothership that is already in place over hot springs in Mount Ida. We've been told that by one of our speakers that that is there, that it, it, it is so large that they had to bring it in a month ahead of time and, um, and anchor energy around the mountains there so we could do the work that we are to do there. Um, anyway, that, I mean, it, it's the convergence, our speakers that we have, they are, uh, I don't know if you're aware, of, uh, know who Jennifer Huff is, uh, she is a seer, alchemist, uh, amazing speaker, Lenendra Carroll, who's been on with Oprah and on the Today Show and, and is an art, author, artist, uh, Scott Warner, who is bringing in, and Dr. Scott Warner, who's bringing in a new medicine. He's bringing in a new, he cured himself of, I think it was pancreatic cancer. He cured himself of of uh, two cancers that are incurable using his new techniques, and he's there. Um, Karen McKay, who is a psyche trainer and speaker. B.J. King, who's she's the intergalactic, she's the liaison between the spiritual hierarchy and the intergalactic federation. Um, Diana Garber, who who's coming to us from Ohio, who's really famous, who's been on TED Talks. She's, she's uh, a feng shui master, but she combines feng shui with your astrology. And oh, I have heard of this combination. I mean, I've never experienced it, but it makes sense. It does, yeah. it does. But she, she, she brings it in in such a way that your brain goes, oh, ha-ha, I get it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. She's you know, fully she's got, alive. I looked at her picture, and you know, you, as you know, I'm a feng, feng shui practitioner and have been for I a number know. of years. 
and I'm always like rearranging and setting intention and you know I mean I you know last week I, t- I said there's this I was you know I had a, a meditation group at my house and I said you know there's this book called move 27 things in your life and see what happens basically and I said one night I moved 27 things. I mean, I I didn't realize that I was at that that number. And then I thought, how many things have I moved? And I counted and it was 25. I'm like, well, what's two more? And so I said, you don't have to do 27, but if you will go home and just do nine, see what happens in your life. And I said, move them with intention. Move them with, I'm moving this because I want to bring energy here or there. And, you know, feng shui is, you know, it's ancient. And so many people think it's like this woo-woo thing. No, it isn't. It's a science and an art. And um, But I saw I saw that she was coming, and I thought, I don't even, I don't know her, but I want to know more about her. She just feels really yeah. light and airy. Yeah, she'd be a great guest on your radio show uh, and I agree. At, at your conferences. Um, we have a galactic shaman, Leandra Murray, galactic shaman. We have a cosmic conduit. This this woman, Cheryl Frauenglass, has actually um, uh, created a, a an intergalactic hub of young people, of indigo beings, of young people that are, I mean, it's, it's it's centered in Phoenix now and it's growing worldwide. And she's a cosmic conduit. And she, she helps you ground your intention into your physical body and then expand it out into the galaxy. I mean, I've listened to her talk and it's like, I, I mean... I mean, I'm a channel, and some pretty profound information comes through me. But some our speakers are. We have a guy that is a master designer of sacred geometry jewelry, and he he creates jewelry for kings and queens and and royalty and presidents and famous people. And he in the jewelry, he creates puts the flower of life or other uh, sacred geometry symbols. So they will then transform the wearer of that piece for the good that's of the, all. That's Chris, that's Chris Olson? Chris Olson, yeah, exactly. Oh, my God, Marilyn, exactly. he looks like a character. I mean, you just look at him and it's like, okay, let's have fun. I know. I know. I know. And I, and I, I looked at him, and I just went, "Okay, alrighty then." And you know, I mean, I mean, and you know, by divine appointment, you know, we we know the work of Marcel Vogel, who's no longer here, John of God's jewelry. But I'm telling you what, when you find the right combination, it's like fabulous what can happen with jewelry. It's just fabulous. Yeah. And, and, I could see him designing things for royalty. I could totally. I looked at him and I thought, "Oh, where did she find this one?" <laughs> because, but but, well, but that's I because you're so happy. Over. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And you, you know, have musicians. Yeah, yeah, I know Victor you do. You, you were in Jordan. Israel. Is, what about Israel? What was that like? I mean, you were there. Like oh. you've been all over lately. I follow you, and I'm like, where is? I feel like you know, where's Waldo? Where's Marilyn? <laughs> 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 I, 
Somebody said that we need to start a Where's Maryland club here. And, and, oh, I and know, I know. Where is she now? Here she is. Yeah, I, <laughs> but. I, I went to Israel, and I'm going back to Israel the day after our conference to do. Um, when I, I went to Israel, I know I'm not kidding. That's not great timing, but, you know, we were guided to have our conference on this date and try as we could. We could not change the dates of our conference. Spirit would not allow us to. Now I know why. The 27th is a major activation. Of, I mean, I don't know if you read other people's channelings. I don't. But I've had so many people send me information about what's happening on the 27th and 28th all over the planet to activate this fifth dimensional frequency that we're in. And that's the day. That's what we're doing. That's Maryland, why we have kids, to go to the heart of the nation. Yeah. Listen, my son, my son, okay, Noah, who's now 17 now and leaving for college in the morning. I, I can't believe it. But, you know, he said, Mom, um, he was talking about one of his friends, and he says, this, my friend says that the end of September, like, things are going to get really wild. And, you know, he says, what's going on? And I said, oh, Noah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> and I said, you tell Kalel that he's he's spot on, that, yep, there's there's just swirling energies and I yeah. mean, Marilyn, what 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 are you? I mean, what is your counsel telling you? I mean, I think times are going to change really fast. Yes, yes, uh, it is the the pulling the trigger on the fifth dimension. Uh, the fifth, uh, there's you know people that are discovering you know we're in the fifth dimension, the fourth dimension, we're in the third dimension, whatever, whatever, whatever. I don't care. Pick pick a dimension and live there, but. On the 27th, that weekend, what is happening, it is like pulling back of the slingshot of the dimensional living in the fifth dimension and letting it go. And a lot of things are going to shift. Uh, A lot of people are going into that place of fear. And I've heard Adirondra say over and over and over again, if you go into that place of fear, then you're creating something that you should be fearful of. Right. Instead, hold it with, that's why we're gathering people. I mean, we, at, at our Visionaries in Light Inversions, we have three days of magnified activations for the soul of humanity that is expanding in such a way that it is with laughter, it is with fun. It is with you. I mean, people that come to our convergence meet their new best friend or meet their relative that they haven't seen for three thousand years. Um, you know, it, it's it's so so huge that we have we have speakers begging us that to come and speak at the convergence. You know, and and we we can't have everybody. <laughs> But we have such a, a rich blend, and now we know why we couldn't have it any other time. is because of that activation that is happening at the end of September. And that's why I was willing to get up the following day after the convergence and get on a plane in Little Rock, Arkansas, and fly to Israel. Because I'm oh doing a tour with, with Lee Carroll and Cryon, and... I get when I went to Israel the first time, Yeshua 
Master Yeshua, Jesus, the Christ is one, has always been on the council. And it's all, he's, he's spoken two or three times in 15 years directly. Um, not very long and not very long. Um, not very often. Um, since I went to Israel, I do a double-digit channeling once a month that is a membership that anybody who listens to this, email me and I will invite you to be a guest on the 9-9 of 2015. And I'll give you the code to be a guest. Um, How do they email, email you, info, Marilyn? Info <laughs> at Adironda, I-N-F-O at Adironda, and put in the subject matter. Marilyn invited me to the double digits. He'll drive Joy crazy. <laughs> right. And Adirondo, so that you know how to spell it, is A-D-I-R-O-N-N-D-A-S. Um, Adirondo. Uh, so, so, D-A dot com. Okay, Adirondo.com, but there are two N's in there, so don't, um, so it's just the way it sounds, Adirondo, but two N's in there. So that's really sweet that you're going to let people come as a guest. Thank you, Marilyn. That is very generous. Yeah, absolutely, and and my team doesn't know about this, so that's why you have to email me. <laughs> I, can't, I can't give you a call or anything. <laughs> okay, so is the lady who showed up at your driveway, is that Joy Roby? No, the lady who showed up at my driveway is Alexis Doran that I met in 1999 and in this hotel room that the universe pushed me into. And then that is the same lady who sells RVs who in 2010, when Joy Roby mystically and her and her husband mystically said, let's go look at RVs today. (laughs) She was in L.A. at a 10-day show. And they drove, and the salesperson they got was Alexis Doran, the same person. And Alexis said, you're not a marketer. You are a promoter, and you're supposed to call Marilyn Harper. And Joy was like, what are you talking about? They talked for two hours about spirituality, never talked about RVs. And uh, we believe (laughs) that Adiranda probably came through Alexis that day and and said, you need to call Marilyn Harper. Well, Joy became my business partner, and we've been traveling together and working together since 2010 and shifted everything. I couldn't do this conference without her. I couldn't do everything that I do without her. She is, you know, my right and left arm. And she's also starting her own division of Adirondack and Company, which is called Solopreneur. And she's, she is a, a marketing guru and um, does uh, strategy and, well, you'll have to have her as a guest on your show. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, and I mean, every time I've encountered her, you know, which I think I've only met her once, um, but I, but email, she's high vibration. I mean, I was like, where did Marilyn, well, but I knew it was by divine appointment. I was like, gosh, because Marilyn, you're so busy. I mean, you're doing so many wonderful things and you deserve that support. And I just like, I want a Joy Roby. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody wants a Joy, but you can't have my Joy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm teasing, I'm teasing. You. you know I'm yeah, teasing. You know, yeah, I do, I do. But everybody should have a joy. Uh, everybody, you know, because it, you see, we all, you have, I have, we all have a mission. We all have a calling 
on this planet. Just like I have a calling to gather people together for the visionaries and light convergence. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm also going to give everybody who comes to our convergence as it registers with a special early bird code in a promo code, all capital letters, early bird. God, I hope it's still good. If not, I need to call Joy right now. Uh, <laughs> and I'll give them $100 off the registration for the conference. Oh, sweet. It, it yes, is such I mean, a powerful conference. Well, and you're staying at the Austin Hotel and Spa. I have not I, I have not been there, but I have heard of it. And um, so that's – all of you are just going to descend upon this little town, and you're going to take it by storm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's We're a block from downtown. And uh, from the from the strip where all the 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 hot spa baths are that were built in the twenties, uh, I mean Hot Springs itself is an amazing little community nestled in the Ozark Mountains, uh, built over a crystal bed that is now somehow connecting to the crystals that are coming up in Tibet and in Mount Ida. Uh, well, these bathhouses are unreal. These bath, I mean, okay, I I spent I don't know how long. I stayed in one of those baths for like forever. And you get almost like I don't even know how to describe it. And then they had this underground cave where you could go down down and you could get aromatherapy. So of course I had to try that too. And I mean, it's just yeah, oh, oh, and then here, okay. When the weekend that I happened to be there, when I planned, you know, this group that we we went down, it was two years ago. Did I know when I planned it that there was a Harley Davidson conference? No, there were ten thousand bikers. <laughs> ten thousand bikers. Can you imagine, Marilyn? And then we're we're walking down um, Bathhouse Row, and here are these monks. So like these monks in robes, these Harley Davidson. I mean, it's all, and then we'd be in the <laughs> elevator with them, and they would look at us, and, and they're like, what are you girls here for? Oh, we're here for a meditation conference, and we're going crystal digging, and they just look at us like, oh, lordy. <laughs> it was just an experience unlike anything I've ever experienced, and everybody was just so happy. I mean, and you know, a lot of these Harley-Davidson bikers are lawyers and doctors. I mean, they're everything. They're every walk of life, but they all come together because they love, you know, they're their, their bike riding, but I mean, here we were in the middle of it all, and I thought this could never, ever have been like, you know, I mean, it wasn't consciously planned, but it was. I mean, how much, how funny. And, you know, I don't know, but the bathhouse row, I mean, yeah, I, I, listeners, you can go there, go to Mount Ida. You could, There's so much you could do, and then the conference itself. I mean, you really have put together a great group, Marilyn. I mean, I looked at, you know, preparing for the show, and I thought, Oh my gosh! I mean, look how your life is just so rich, and you just keep sharing it more and more with people. Yes, yes, I too. <laughs> At this moment, I've done five private sessions in this radio show today. I'm I'm ready to take a day off. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Well, you were in silence. That's probably why you're able to handle all this because, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I, I have never done uh, one of the, you know, the 10 day silent retreats, but that's on my bucket list too. I mean, a friend of mine used to take both of his ex-wives and his current wife and all the kids and the grandkids and everything. They go to like to Florida mainly in different places. And one year it was his 60th birthday and he said, I'm doing a 10-day silent retreat. That's my gift to myself this year. And, you know, he's 70 now, and he's done it every year since because he just got so much out of the silence. Yeah, it it it, it has been. It was so powerful here. And, you know, in between now and our convergence, I'm teaching visioner, um, visualized dimensional healing at the Power of Thought School for ORI in Arkansas. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, I just realized that. I, I'm like, oh, my goodness. I've got lots more on the calendar. <laughs> <laughs> You're a busy girl. Okay, so Marilyn, tell us, I mean, I don't know if you can if you can bring in the Council of Beings live on the air, um, but if, and I understand if you can't, but is there a message tonight for all? for all of us. I mean, I know, you know, you're you're channeling high high powered things and this conference and everything else, but is there is there an immediate message that would help all of us right now? Yes, there is. So take a deep breath. <sighs> ah, what is good day to you, dearest. Dearest Divine Cindy, it is I, Rhonda. Yes, we have the entire council here with us, and you know, as you are acknowledging all that you do and all that our sweet vessel Marilyn that she does, that the universe is stepping up, uh, it's amping up the energy. And that, dearest one, is what we would like each of you to know, that when you feel the quickening of your heart, when you feel the, the energy that, that you feel that you must be doing, being, challenging, stepping into something and you know not what it is, don't worry. Take a deep breath. Get very present and get very still. And sit for one minute, two minutes, we don't care how many minutes, at least one minute in total stillness and ask your soul, what step are you to take? And then listen and then do it. Even if that step is to go to uh, Walmart to see the Walmartians, it does not matter. Something significant will happen to you there. It is those people that are holding themselves back because they, they whine about, I don't know what to do. You do know what to do. You do know what to do. You're just afraid to do it. So stop it. Get out of your own way. Stop using I don't know as an excuse. And be all right with I don't know, but to step anyway. Even if you are stepping into the abyss, the bottom of the abyss will rise up to meet your feet. You see, Humans, you sweet, wonderful humans, <laughs> you hold your energy with so much fear sometimes that you use that 
not knowing as to what you are to do as an excuse. And that excuse is no longer. It will not work. We said at the beginning, the vessel Marilyn used our words, that anything that is not in integrity is going to implode upon itself. So we don't think that you uh, that people understand the complete energy of the new integrity. But that means those little white lies that you might think you're telling, it's okay, it's not a big deal. If someone asks you to go to a movie and you really don't want to go with that person because their energy is negative, and so you say, oh, I've got an appointment with so-and-so and so-and-so, which is not true, that throws your soul out of integrity. And something is going to implode. So instead, tell them, you know, thank you for the invitation, but, I, but I'm going to do something different. You understand, when you have that new integrity that is so clear, cut and dry, that, that your soul is crying out for, you must step into your... When, when your soul is asking you to do something, the little excuse of, I do not know, you might be able to hear the hummingbirds there pounding on the window wanting food um, out here in Cresto. You, the, your soul is asking you to do something. When you do not do it, that throws your soul out of integrity. And that is not acceptable any longer. Just that little feeling of I don't know how to do it that is not true any longer. You do know how to do it. And you must, take a deep breath, you must gather that energy together. You must focus that next step on you. Because you've, you've whined about it all this time and you've not formed any action, so, so what good did that do? So please, we ask your your listeners, we ask your, we want to help our vessel, Marilyn, and help you to make it as easy as possible through this coming shift. Yes, the 27th and 28th of September is one of the largest shifts that has happened since 1987 on this planet. We have invited people to gather their energy with us in Arkansas. And when they are gathering their energy with us in Arkansas, we will form a bond of, of toning for 45 minutes that will accelerate the shift of this planet so it will move into this energy with ease and grace and love and compassion as much as is possible. We have that, that focus of... of activation so we can all blend easily into this fifth dimensional energy of instant manifestation, of connected manifestation, of, of accelerating our own desire, of, of igniting our vision. And it is so important to, to get out of your way, to stop thinking of yourself as, as this small and significant person. We know Dearest Cindy, you have stepped up to the plate in a big way. 
and you continue to, and you continue to inspire people to do the same, it, 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 it simply has to be done, and it has to be done now. Huh? How's that for a message, dearest one? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Council of Beings that chose Marilyn Harper to be your vessel. I, oh, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just so grateful, Marilyn. I mean, when I see your mm. blue eyes, and that message from Adiranda was absolutely exquisite. And it's, it's like, it's a gift. Thank you. Thank you. I'm back. <laughs> uh, thank you, Cindy, oh for all gosh. that you do. Well, yeah. it's, you uh, know, it's been a journey, Marilyn. It's been a journey. And it's funny when you were saying 1996. I mean, that's the year I did the first holistic conference. 1996. <laughs> didn't even know what I was doing. I mean, in 1994, I did this. Um, oh, we're almost out of time, so I, I want to make sure we we um, we don't run out of time. But but in 1994, I um, I did this gathering of alternative healers. Didn't even know what it was about. I just knew that I was supposed to bring people together, and that's how the expo came to be. And you know, and then I had a quarterly newsletter, and when it hit 2000, you know, I was in in uh, Sedona meditating. I was on Bell Rock, and I was told start. And I was pregnant with with Noah, who's now leaving tomorrow for college. And um, at any rate, I was told start the magazine and have it a place before the child is born. And I'm like, what are they talking? I'm like, more information, please. You know, I'm like a quarterly newsletter, teaching some classes, and you know, but no, it was like total silence. And I thought, okay, well, you know, you know. We have to listen to spirits, just like what Adirondack just said. I love how it's like you can't get away with white lies. You know, it's like it's like it's all it's all energy. It's like tell the truth, tell the truth faster, come from love, and let's get going and have some fun here because you know we need to help other people, and so many people need need our bright bright happiness right now. And it's not even just bright happiness. It's like how do I put? Well, you know, it is bright and shiny, and it's like the more bright and shiny we are, the more we just bless everyone, and that's what I feel with you. I mean, I have, I just, I can't be around you and not laugh. I mean, it's like I just want to just like squeeze you and just like, <laughs> it's like I miss you. I haven't seen you in a while, and I, but I, but I follow you, and I mean, I love Facebook and I love the way we can all connect. But oh my gosh, we are ending the end of the, nearing the end of our show, and I want to make sure this Visionaries in Light is September 25th through 27th. But you can come a day early. You can go to Mount Ida and play with this group of people, and I guarantee you, there's going to be people from all over coming to this conference. And what's really sweet, I also want to mention, is that the speakers don't just go run off after they speak. They're hanging out at lunchtime. They're hanging out, you know. There, this is a convergence of visionaries yeah. coming together. And that's, you know, you don't find that with very many conferences. And, you know, I love the way you said you might meet a family member that you haven't seen in 3,000 years. And here we are, you know, all, here I act like I'm coming. I think I might be coming, Marilyn. I didn't even know it until this interview. <laughs> but I think I'm probably going to be part of this. I just, I just, I you know. I think you are. <laughs> I know. I feel I feel it. So, okay, so you can go to MarilynHarper.com or you can go to um, Adiranda.com. And um, what is there a phone number in case someone wants to call or should they just contact you through the email system? Or what's, what's best you know, uh, that you're traveling? A-D-I-R-O-N-N-D-A.com. Um, the only phone number I know by heart, I, I should never do this, is mine. 
417-860-5432. If you leave a message, uh, someone will get back with you, whether it is me or someone else, 417-860-5432. And um, uh, we will give you the early bird special, even though it ended on August 1st. Uh, the, the, you can see the red, all the registration and hotel information is right there on the website. And uh, the early bird special is early bird, all capital letters that you put in the promo code to register. Okay. We'll give you $100 off. Okay. Well, Marilyn, I can't thank you enough. Oh, my goodness. I just can't thank you enough. And just, you know, enjoy your, your time. I know you're getting ready to leave Crestone, but I um I'm, I I think there really should be a, where's Marilyn? I mean, that's my new tagline for you. Where's Marilyn? And I have just, I just haven't seen you. It's been too long. So it's time for us to, to get together. And thank you so much for being my guest. Thank you for um doing everything that you're doing, from my heart to your heart. Thank you. I just I just love you, Marilyn. Okay. All right. Good night, everyone. We'll be share the show. It'll be it'll be archived the minute it's over and you know how to do it. You just tell your friends, listen to this fabulous show and get to Arkansas, September twenty fifth through twenty seventh. But come a day early so you can do the Crystal Mine and Mount Ida too. Okay. Marilyn, I'll see you in the bathhouses or somewhere, but we're gonna get together soon. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Thanks so much. All right. Good night, everyone.